I'm Hemant Mehta. And I'm Jessica Blimke. And you're listening to the podcast for FriendlyAtheist.com. You can now listen to all of our episodes and see show notes at FriendlyAtheistPodcast.com. By the way, we now have a merchandise shop on the website. So if you want your podcast swag, and you know you do, go to our website and click on the store tab. We decided to record this episode on Wednesday of this week, which is a couple of hours after Donald Trump just made comments that uh, women who have abortions should, should be, be punished. punished. So it's the 30th. It's April 30th, 2016. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that's the 30th dumb thing he said today. Not incorrect. <laughs> but we figured uh, we want to take a little bit of time to talk about politics and religion because there are so many issues that we don't necessarily get to bring up in the right. course of talking to people. Yeah, we don't do a lot of like current events. Yeah, current events. Thank you, current events. Yeah, and we figure there we can just hash out a few of these things sure. now. Solve some problems. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then the Democratic Party, I assume, will just take our suggestions and work yeah. them into the platform. Or we're going to send this to the DNC. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so here's my question, uh, Jessica, for you. So Illinois, where we're from, had yeah. we had our primary like a week or two ago. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Did you vote? How I did that sure go? did. I voted. Uh, it went great. My polling place is right next door. We do not get fucking stickers. And that is the <laughs> bane of my existence. But um, I do voted you... for Hillary. Okay. I'm a Hillary supporter through and through. Uh, how about you? So I I went. Uh-huh. I voted for Bernie. Yep. But. but Are you going to mansplain okay. some things to me? I know. Here's what I don't get. Here's okay. what I don't get. About. I don't get the uh, people who are Democrats mm-hmm. and who want to vote for a Democrat uh-huh. who are saying Bernie or bust or the, Fuck you know, I'm Hillary and guys. Bernie has nothing to offer. He has no chance, so I don't want to support him. I don't get that. No, I, I completely agree with you. I maybe am being biased. I'll certainly am being biased. I feel like I see it a lot more time, a lot more from Bernie supporters of like, yeah. Hillary's a liar and Hillary's this and she's ma- she's mainstream and part of the establishment, blah, 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 blah. And so like, fuck, you know, if she doesn't, I'm, you know, it's a lot of people are arguing that and I get the argument of, well, if I'm not going to believe in the person I'm voting for, then I'm not going to vote or I'm going to do, which is A, a crock of shit. B is, I, I think really ignores the fact that like, say Trump becomes the next president right. or cruise god forbid there are real consequences right to those people i think the democrats are really lucky in that we have two extraordinarily qualified candidates yeah and And by the way we make no pretense here of trying to be like fair and balanced (laughs) no there's clearly one side that's good for the issues we both care about and the other side doesn't care at all yes absolutely uh maybe there's another situation where maybe there's a republican who you can maybe get on board with i'm Mm -hmm. not not for president not this time around so that we're just putting on that's on the side disclosure yeah the reason i liked bernie for primary anyway is i'm like you know what i want to support him because i like that he's moving hillary a little more to the left oh i completely i know i think he's if it puts a scare in her great i still think she's gonna win the nomination and i'm gonna be really happy to vote for her in Mm -hmm. november i will say that uh, I think The Stranger, a Seattle newspaper, alternative newspaper in Seattle, mm-hmm. they issued their endorsement and they said it's just the Democrat. We don't care. 
Yeah. Either one is fine. <laughs> Don't it, <laughs> doesn't matter. It feels like an embarrassment of riches at this point. Yeah, of and like I sincerely believe in both of these candidates. Honestly, I'm reflexively over Bernie because I'm really, really sick of him getting shoved down my throat, which <laughs> by people you know by and people, people you I see know, online. Because I'm stuff. you know, I'm thirty, but all of my friends are like twenty something liberal white people who are like <laughs> super on the Bernie train and like good for them. And you know what else I like is that I like that he, Bernie, I think has inspired um, uh, an interest in politics that yeah. I think Obama did in 08, maybe not so much in, in 2012. Uh, and so I like that. It just, I, I find it really disheartening, frankly, I might've said that already. I, I find it disheartening that like they are not, they are being pro-Bernie, but further they're super anti-Hillary. And that doesn't <laughs> feel productive to me. I think yeah. that there's an interesting, healthy debate to be had, but to like, yeah, the stuff they hash out in the debates, good. I, I like right. that debate. There, Here's what I don't like about Hillary, which is that, yeah, she's been in here for a while. She's mm-hmm. not the inspirational no. in the sense that she's going to move you when she talks. Mm-hmm. Like, Obama did that. Bernie sure. kind of does that. She mm. doesn't. But she's very much of a pragmatic, like, I will hopefully make incremental change mm-hmm. in the direction we kind of want to move in. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you will. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Whereas Bernie Sanders is like, I'm going to make these leaps and right. bounds to I, change politics. It's like, n- no, you're not. Because even if you get yes. elected president. You still have to deal with. You have to deal with a, probably a House that's very much against you. Right. Even if you get the House and Senate, you're not going to have a filibuster-proof Senate. No. I don't know what he's going to get done that he wants to get done with these leaps and bounds. I completely. But- He'll move in the same incremental direction too. Yeah, no, I come. I I really really uh, agree with you that I I feel like the pragmatist in me is super pro Hillary because I think I think her being an insider, frankly, is a benefit that like she knows right. how to get shit done. Right, and she knows these people, and yeah. she probably knows what their buttons are. Whereas I just have this feeling that yeah, Bernie's been in the Senate for a w- long while now, yeah. and he's been in politics for a long time too, mm-hmm. but not in the sense that he's been working on stuff that. That has gotten him any. It's not like he's passed big bills. Yeah. He's done a lot of amendments. He's gotten a lot of smaller things mm-hmm. passed. He's not that's, swinging for the fences. That's very good. Yeah, but it's, I don't know that it's going to change much as much as his rhetoric suggests it would yeah, if and- he became president. But again, it's still, I don't think he's like a secret conservative. No. I'm not worried about that. No. So it's like, yeah, you know what? I, I'm not worried about the Supreme Court justices you will appoint. So fine, right? Good. I think I, I'm that's happy the, with the Democrat. The biggest thing playing right now right. is like really looking at the the bench and seeing like how many slots are we going to see filled in the next few years, and like right. how essential it is for what you and I believe in that those are filled by like at worst centrists, at best liberals. Right. If like Merrick Garland is your worst case right. centrist nominee, like you're probably going to be okay. It seems like. So here's a question for you. Okay. Is Bernie Sanders? Do you think he's an atheist? Because I've heard a lot of talk about this. Every time they ask him about God, he sort he, of brushes it off. He sort of brushes it off. He says he's he's Jewish. I sure. mean, that's the label he goes with all the right. time. But he seems to allude to the fact that he's very much culturally Jewish. Right. He's maybe a secular Jew, but he doesn't say he doesn't believe in God. I, I've not heard that coming out of his mouth. And I, by the way, I should point, I don't care. No, no, no. I don't, I don't care that Hillary's religious. That doesn't bother me at all because I'm not worried that she doesn't care about church state separation. It's just right. one of those fascinating things that well, if I've... he were non-religious, can mm-hmm. you imagine that 
there is a chance we could have a non-religious president. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I think this is a really good example of, so say hypothetically, say Bernie is, and we'll come back to that question. Um, I feel like you and I often got the question of like, would you vote for an atheist president or would you vote for somebody? And it, and we both had the same like, it depends on what their platforms are. Right. And I frankly, I that's nice, but it's not the end all be all of right. our vote. Right. Because and we've talked about this before that generally atheists we don't vote in lockstep or we don't all right. have the same opinions, but we, most of us swing swing left certainly, right. and especially in liberal causes or excuse me, um, uh, social causes yeah. is the word I was looking for. Um. But I think it's a good example, I, I, and I frank I I do think he's an atheist, but I also really hesitate to like quote unquote out somebody or like right. try to or try to put a label on him that exactly, he doesn't feel that he, fits. And I heard a right. lot of atheists do the same thing to President Obama. Same thing. He's secretly yeah. an atheist. He can't say it, but he and it's like no. I mean, he walks the he goes to church. Remember yeah. Reverend Wright? Like he goes mm-hmm. to church. That was an issue because he goes to church. So yeah, you're right. It's it's partly unfair to say. Right. Uh, I think I know what you really are. But it's one of those. Uh, the one thing I do appreciate about this election cycle for the Democrats is that they really have not tried to put religion on a sleeve as in, yeah, you should vote for me because, because of my faith. Even ha- Hillary, who is religious. It's not. It's not it's something she uses to win over people. Yeah, Bernie um, reminds me a lot of the way my dad views religion. Hey, Dad, if you're listening, he listens sometimes. Did I tell you that? That I'm my parents do not. That's I'm just surprised. <laughs> yeah, they're driving to Florida. I told him he should listen. Anyway, um, uh, my dad uh, was raised Catholic, and when pressed, he's going to tell you like he's ag- I think he says agnostic because nobody likes the A word, the other A word. Yeah. Um. But he reminds me a lot of how, like, Bernie treats it. Like, do you believe in God? Well, I was raised Catholic, and well, and kind of trails (laughs) off and hope hope somebody changes the subject. Well, Bernie can go into his stump speech about the 1%, so it's okay. (laughs) We have somewhere to go with it. 1%. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) So here's another question, then. On the flip side of this. Should I be asking questions? Eh, whatever. I'm just winging it. But (laughs) on the flip side, when it comes to the three Republican candidates who are still standing... All three are at least outwardly religious. Who do you think for atheists would be, if they were president, who would be the worst for our issues, church-state separation and the like? The worst? I Okay, so obviously obviously Trump is like a walking, talking nightmare, and nobody's debating that. I think that Cruz is worse because I think he stands behind his convictions. Yeah. I believe— that in a lot of respects, Donald Trump is kind of saying what he thinks people want to hear. Yes. Um, which isn't great, and it really doesn't speak highly of, like, <laughs> our populace that, like, somebody who's misogynistic and racist and xenophobic is like, hey, that's our guy. Finally, somebody's got— Someone represents me. Finally, somebody's saying what we're all thinking. Like, I wasn't thinking that, guys. Nobody was, right? And it, No, they all were. It really is shining a light on, like— to. The the people who are like, racism is a thing in the past. It's post-racial America. Oh, fuck you. Like, look at what's happening right now. Right. Anyway. Um, so I agree with you. Ted Cruz really does believe this stuff. Yes. And, wa- and by the way, it's worth and, pointing out. And uh, he's a Zodiac killer, so you got to oh, watch obviously. out for that. He, yesterday night, as we're recording this, like uh-huh. Tuesday night this week, at a town hall meeting or something, uh, someone in the audience actually asked him, you know, what do you think about religion in government and stuff? Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz actually said that, No, church. he basically, without saying these words, said church-state separation is good and the Bill of Rights protects atheists. He used that word, atheist, 
as much as everybody else. He didn't burst into flames when he said atheist? He did not. <laughs> but he also, what he didn't tell you is that he said, you know, the Bill of Rights, freedom of religion for everybody, including people like atheists. But he spent... I did a jerk-off motion for people listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he, what he didn't say is, like, when he was Solicitor General in Texas, mm-hmm. he was the guy, get this, in when uh, there was a case years ago, maybe a decade ago, where they had Ten Commandments a monument on the Texas state capitol. Ted Cruz was the guy in the Supreme Court defending that monument. The monument. And the Supreme Court agreed with him. And the reason they did is they said it's not promoting Christianity because there are a lot of displays at that Texas Capitol all about, like, the law. And so this Ten Commandments monument is one part of that. Uh-huh. Overall, though, it's not promoting religion. That's why that can stand. Were there, like, Muslim statues? No, and, but like, I think Hindi? there were, like, other historical lawgiver uh, statues, whatever. But here's the thing. So Ted Cruz has been going around saying, like, I defend the Ten Commandments monument, etc., at the same time, when o- this past year in Oklahoma, they had a similar story. Ten oh, yeah, Commandments yeah. Monument in Oklahoma, yeah. but it was standalone. That's the only monument that was basically there. The Oklahoma Supreme Court struck it down. What did Ted Cruz do at that time? He said that it's like an example of Christian persecution. So it's Ugh, fuck that he's guy. all for the Bill of Rights when it promotes, promotes Christianity. Uh, so yeah, you're right. right. Going back to what you said. Ted Cruz stands by this stuff. He's lived his entire life playing this religious persecution card, and he is a conservative Christian. There's no doubt about that. I agree. I, I'm most most worried about him as yeah. far as it relates to these issues yeah. we care about. I don't see Trump getting in the White House and, like, attacking Planned Parenthood. or do, I, I don't see Trump do, – frankly, I don't see Trump in the White House, but, like – I think he is the kind of guy who wants to get into power and will say what he thinks he has to say to do it. And, like, this is the base he's decided he's going to gun for. So he's going to pander for days. He's going to get there and just sort of, like, just enjoy being in power and, like, glad-handing people. I think the thing I'm worried about is who – yeah, he's not going to do anything. But he's going to delegate some of these things to other – like, who are going to be the people being the decision makers on his behalf? And I fear that he's going to give it to the same religious right base. Yeah, that's true. So oh, I didn't think of that. It's worrisome, but not, but I feel like he could be swayed if you just get the right people in his sphere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, get someone who understands the Constitution, and they might sway him in the better direction. Uh, John Kasich. I was just about to bring up John Kasich. He's still in here. He is religious. He talks about his faith nonstop. He tries to toe that moderate he, line. He has... I th- okay, I think John Kasich is another nightmare human. I saw what he did to women's health in Ohio, and like, yeah. fuck that noise. Gutted Planned Parenthood, I'm or wants to at least. I'm this podcast. I swear a lot. I don't. Anyway. Right. Um, According to the feedback, no one cares. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, but anyway, he uh, like he's a nightmare person when it comes to, to women's health, obviously. But I will give him his due. Like, whoever is campaign manager took a step back and said, like, these guys are nut jobs. I'm going to run to the center and, like, por- he's portrayed himself as, like, the moderate sane candidate. And with due respect to him, compared to Ted Cruz <laughs> and Donald Trump and Ben Carson and Ted Cruz. Nope, said Ted Cruz. Mike Huckabee and all those uh, other people. Rubio. Marco Rubio. Rubio. He seems like a sane, reasonable person. Mm-hmm. He hasn't gunned down on, like... I got a Planned Parenthood. Like, that's not what he's running on. He's running on, like, I'm not those guys, which right. is a genius well, move. So let's suppose somehow he found a way to get the nomination. When you put Kasich? him in... Yeah. 
if you put him in front of Hillary Clinton and or Bernie Sanders or whatever, tear him apart. Now he's no longer the centrist, mm-hmm. moderate, anything. I think they would call him out hard on what what he's done, like really examine his record and said, like, yeah. look what you've done to like to women. And obviously, that's like my a number one issue is like sure. women's health care in Ohio, not in Ohio, but right, right. they can bring that front and center and be like, this is the consequence. If this he is does the for the nation what he did in exactly. Ohio, that's a problem. Right. And yeah. he, did he fuck up the schools? Oh, I should have done more research for Everyone this. fucks up the schools. <laughs> All the time. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but he's, oh, that sad little man. Have you seen, like, when he found out he won Ohio? And it was, like, him in a room with, he like, 12 so people. And he was like, yay! And I'm like, yeah. oh, guy. <laughs> So you happy. feel bad. You feel happy for him until you realize, oh, like, oh, that's still awful sad. People, they're all <laughs> right? awful. Okay, so yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say my shining moment so far is when um, Donald Trump tried to quote the Bible and he quoted it wrong when he said it's supposed to be Second Corinthians. He's like, when I read two Corinthians, and I'm like, I, I don't, I even know that's bullshit. Well, this is, I mean, we've talked about this with some of the guests, too, which is that Donald Trump tries to play the I'm one of you card with every demographic you could think of. I'm the best for for women or brown people. But he's the best at women's issues because he said so. He loves Muslims because he said so. But that's the thing. He talks about how he's like this great Christian. He loves the Bible even more than his own book. And it's very apparent to anyone you would think that he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Um, which, again, if he just said, you know what, I, I'm Christian, but I don't really, I'm not but here to be your pastor, his... but he would lose his base. He doesn't yeah. want to lose his base, so he panders. And what I don't get is, how are people buying it? Because I... evangelicals like this guy. Yeah. He is totally not one of them, but they like him. Did you hear, there was an episode of This American Life when some conservative radio host in maybe the South or something like that, um, big Ted Cruz supporter, like funded for him and he has like a talk like a Rush Limbaugh-esque yeah. talk radio show people, but people call in and he realized all of his listeners were Trump supporters and he was so appalled by it of like I thought I knew you people and like <laughs> we have nothing in common but man there's I don't know if it's like a dog whistle that he's doing but yeah. and even the New York some... Times this week I think they had a whole article about how conservative talk radio hosts yes they're losing the base they yeah. don't get what's going on they're all heading in different directions and they they don't have influence. They're yeah. trying to say what that guy was saying, which is, how do you guys not see that Ted Cruz is one of us right. and which Donald is. Trump is not? Right. But you're right. All the callers calling in are like, no, we love Trump. Did you see Lindsey Graham on The Daily Show? I did. He was. Oh, my God. There's another it example of so someone. It was so fucking funny. There's another example of someone who I love watching him right now. Ugh. I like listening to him when he does interviews. He's a dangerous candidate. But he would be a dangerous candidate, too, if he had any chance, like, way back when. Yeah. At winning. But now that he's out of the race. Same thing, by the way. I, I watched a ton of MSNBC. Michael Steele, I love listening to him yeah. now. He's amusing to yeah, me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when he was in power, holy crap. I felt that about Newt Gingrich in 2012. Like, when he was in the race, I was like, this guy is awful. And then he got out. Because they were I'm going like, after his personal life and yeah. everything. But, like, when he got out of the race, I'm like, oh, you're like a buddy-duddy old grandpa. Yeah, and now he's back, to being, about now he's back to being the Trump backer. Yeah, but the thing that's <laughs> happening that it's, um, do you think the GOP is going to, like, render itself in half like what how, what what's your next step as so the if GOP? You're the republican if yeah. trump wins the nomination if, yeah the nomination you have to do some real introspection there if he doesn't be and you alienate that whole base the damage is done i i hope 
But here's the thing. They're still going to be in power for some time. Sure. Unless there's something ridiculous happens, they're still going to be in power, and they have another few years to get themselves back together into yeah. a party. I don't know that they're going to, like, disintegrate the way some people think they will. I don't think they'll disintegrate, but, but they but, really have to, like, look at themselves in the mirror. Because yeah. they say, like, how did this happen? How did Trump happen? Yeah. And, like, clearly, look in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, like, clearly this rhetoric of xenophobia and anti-woman language and all this, like, it's coming back to bite you. Like, this yeah. is it. It's personified. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Donald Trump now to say gay marriage is wrong, uh, which he alluded to. But, like, <sighs> let's make it an issue like they did now. Like, hey, Donald Trump, would you punish gay couples who want to get married? Whatever. Make all these social issues. Republicans are hoping those are not issues. The abortion thing that happened today is devastating to them because they don't want to talk about it. Well, it's – God, we're going to read it somewhere that, like, he's saying all the things that they've just been implying and inferring. And he's, like, saying them. And they're like, dude, be cool. (laughs) For, like, a second be cool. Because he's tipping their cards. Right. Metaphors. Um, But you're right. Let me, let me change the subject in the time we have left, which is to so say, much about Trump. I know there okay. will there will always be time. To, <laughs> we'll just make this a weekly thing. What <gasps> stupid yeah. shit did Donald Trump say today? <laughs> um, here's another question: uh, In terms of atheists running for office, because this oh. is this is a big question every time, even in uh, every other year. Uh, so we spoke earlier uh, with candidates who are running for office. Now, here's the problem. Mm-hmm. Right now, as it stands, there are no atheists in Congress. Zero. Are you announcing your candidacy? I am so not. <laughs> um, there are no atheists in Congress. But uh-huh. I don't know if you know this yet. There are a number of people who have legitimate shots at getting into Congress. And just to give a brief history here mm-hmm. of the past like decade or so, at some, at maybe 10 years ago, there were no public open atheists in Congress Um, Sometime in the mid-2000s, Pete Stark, a Democrat from California in the House, he, after the Secular Coalition for America, sent out a questionnaire saying, do any of you, like, not believe in God? He's like, oh, I don't. He calls himself a Unitarian, but he said, no, I don't believe in God. They're like, can we tell people that? (laughs) He said, yeah, I didn't know that was a big deal. No, it's a huge deal. So they did. And all of a sudden, he became the only person in Congress who openly didn't believe in God. Hmm. And he won re-election once or twice, and then he lost, but it wasn't because he was an atheist. It was for other reasons. After he left a few years ago or got voted out, there's nobody who's an open atheist. Uh, So that's where we stand right now. 535 Mm -hmm. members of Congress, zero atheists. But right now, we have left anyway. In Arizona, get this, there are... Four people running in Arizona for uh, positions in the state government who are running in Arizona, running for office in the state as open atheists. Really? Yeah. So one of them uh, is Kara Pryor. Another one is Athena Salmon. We'll have links to them in the show notes. You could check them out. They're both running for the state house. Mm -hmm. Kara Pryor's husband, Scott Pryor, is (laughs) running for the state senate. And the one guy in Arizona, Juan Mendez, who has been in the House, Arizona House, Uh for a few years now as an open atheist. He's been in the news a couple times because he tries to deliver godless invocations. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it always blows up somehow. Like, people get mad. He is in the House now. He's running for state senate as well. Mm -hmm. So maybe he'll get there. All of a sudden, you have another state senator who's an atheist. There are not many of those. Uh so Arizona is like a hotbed of people running for office who are not religious. But here's the big one. And this is important because I don't know how many of our listeners know this one. In Maryland, 
right now running for Congress is Jamie Raskin, who is uh, he's running for the U.S. House. He was a state senator for several years in Maryland. If you ever look him up online or something, one of the things he's known for is saying during maybe it was a gay marriage debate or something way back when. Mm -hmm. But he got on like the floor of the state Senate and said something I'm paraphrasing here like I put my hand on the Bible and swore an oath to uphold the Constitution. I did I not put my hand on the hand con- on the Constitution and swore to uphold, uphold the, the Bible. Bible. That's all. He wasn't the first person to say that, by the way, but that it's was awesome. still a pithy phrase. He has not. I've never heard him use the word atheist. I've never actually he- heard him say, like, I don't believe in God. Yeah. But he's sending out all those, like, dog whistles, if you will, sure. to non-religious people saying, I'm one of you. The American Humanist Association has, like... Uh, tweeted out stuff that, no, he's supporting... They're not endorsing him, obviously. Mm -hmm. But they said, no, he said stuff to this extent. There is an atheist uh, pack that has sent him money as well. Um, So this is a guy who could... Maybe he's withholding. He's trying not to talk about it, which is smart. But he is well-known as a politician in the state. His primary is at the end of April. Mm -hmm. But he's one of those people that looks like he may actually win that primary, and he has a very good shot in a Democratic area to get that seat as well. That would be huge if he actually won a seat, because all of a sudden we'd be up to one. (laughs) Increased by 100%. I know. Well, more than that, apparently, if it's from zero. Yeah, the math, I swear, works out. But, like, yeah, that would be a huge deal. But that's the thing. I can name you names of people who are running as atheists. If we're talking openly Christian, openly Jewish, there's too many to name. Right. And so... Openly Christian. I know. It's one of those... And it's funny because Christians always talk about how their power is going away. Uh, You know, secular Americans are taking over this place. It's like, tell you what, if you really feel that way, how about you give up all the seats you have in Congress of people who are openly religious and we'll swap out. And no, they won't do that. Would you ever run for office? No. Why? Why? I don't know. Change, change, change things. Help, help the community. Yeah, don't want to help. <laughs> <laughs> you would much rather. I, I would not be good. You, you know, we talk about like how uh, uh, all the politicians who are good at being politicians, uh-huh. they hold everything in. Yeah, like I just, I don't. You've got feel... ten years worth of blogs. Oh my to... god! Do you know how much shit they would find? Yeah. In that Oof! Stuff? I just thought of some of the shit I've written. Ooh, girl. They would play this podcast right now as their ads against you. Hey, future Americans. My <laughs> name is Jessica, and I'm going to be your next governor. <laughs> and and now you're arrested because it's Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I, What I'm really interested also about uh, what's upcoming is what's going to happen kind of down ballot. Because I th- You mean I'm, House and Senate seats or like statewide offices? Um, everything, like down to like really local elections, just because I'm wondering how what the, what's going on with the GOP right now is that going to drive people to the polls or hopefully will it drive them away from the polls yeah i mean and if trump keep them from if, voting in if local trump shit. is their nominee for president you have to wonder how many of those down ticket people are going to be like yeah vote for me i'm a republican but, but i don't not, like the guy running for president who's yeah. a standard bearer That'll be interesting to see how many Republicans run away from the guy. Yeah. And because, I don't know, he's doing more. I heard it said somewhere, but like Trump is doing more damage to the party than Democrats have in decades. Oh, absolutely. Everything they've tried hasn't worked. But Trump gets in there 
and pretends to be one of them, and it's working. Well, all uh, <laughs> all three of the current candidates, I think, have backed away from because you know how they did that pledge of like I'll I will I'll, support whoever yeah, the nominee they're is. They're all running away from that as fast as they can. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really curious. Like, do you think? So I, I feel like we saw this in 2012, right? Like it was pretty contentious. Those first, you know, this this time of 2012 was super contentious and a lot of yeah. mudslinging. And then when push came to shove, they all sort of rallied behind Romney. Sure. Do you think that that will happen with you? Because, okay, so Trump, yeah. obviously nobody likes. Cruz, oh my God, everybody hates that guy. Right, everyone who knows him hates him. Hates right. him, just personally. Yeah, I, I didn't read his book. Who did? But he wrote a bi- autobiography that came out like Gross. in the past year or something. The whole opening chapter or the introduction is how like one of my first days in the Senate, we had a meeting with the Republican senators and they said, you need to vote for this bill. And I stood up and said, I can't do that. Like, you're all sellouts. I'm the one pure conservative guy. Basically, he's trashing all of his colleagues in the opening pages of his book. Really? Yeah. And then it's like, huh, I wonder why like one, I think one senator is endorsing him no one else which is going to be hilarious because at some point they they need to say something well and but... everything's on the record like the lindsey graham thing yeah two months ago he said if somebody shot Cruz on the floor of the senate and the senate <laughs> was the jury you still wouldn't get a conviction yeah because and now he's like, yeah, I'm super supporting right. Ted Cruz, and yeah, they're so, literally playing that shit back to him, and he's like, huh? smiley shrug, <laughs> politics, <laughs> no, I'm politics so hard, right? Oh my god, yeah. it's gonna be a mess. It'll be a mess either way. But um, I think it's drawing the right, like as much as I hate it, and as much as I couldn't, I mean, the, the damage that a that a Cruz presidency would do to, like, again, the issues that you and I care about, yeah. which are. And again, how would he do that? Not just through like executive. I don't really think he's just going to magically repeal everything in Obamacare on day one. But again, like you said, he could appoint Supreme Court justices like Scalia, which he wants to. Yeah. Um, And with a Republican Senate, he could do that. Mm -hmm. Like, how is that not the biggest fear for a lot of progressive people out there? But, like, I think that this sort of, I think this is putting, forgive the phrase, the fear of God in a lot of, like, left-leaning yeah. people. And even people who are, like, centrist or on the right and are just looking at this like, whoa, whoa, whoa this isn't what I signed up for. Right. Like, I'm small, a Republican, but not, like, that yeah, kind of Republican. Yeah, not one of those Republicans. Right. I mean, I hope that's the case. I, I, I fear that there's way too much apathy and people are just like, eh, my, you owe, it was the same stuff in every election. My right, vote doesn't right. count. I don't like any of these candidates, so I'm not going to vote. It's like... That's Are you not... going to be happy with, like, a Cruz president? Yeah. Why would you not vote? Why would you not vote for a Democrat if you care about right. these issues? I don't care what hangups you have about uh, Hillary, Hillary or Clinton or Bernie. Or... Like, even if you have qualms. And believe me, I've heard a lot of criticism against both of them. Mm-hmm. And I agree with the criticism yeah. on both of them. N- nobody's but... perfect. And there's and no not perfect even candidate. Close. <laughs> and But how could you not see that there is a marked difference mm-hmm. between, like, a Democrat in the it with those two yeah. in office versus any of the ones on the right. Well, there's a lot of people who do that, like, oh, all the parties are the same; they're all corrupt, blah blah blah. And it's no, like, I get, they I get why I you hate think this that, false but false equivalency, ugh, no, like, oh no, not. both parties are the same. They're not. not they're not even not. close. Yes, they're politicians, and they pander mm-hmm. and they hide their true. View. Yeah, that's how the game works. Yeah, but they're and that's views, not good. But yeah. like, that's what we have right now. But there is a difference in how they would run. I don't, maybe it was in the onion or something like, all of a sudden Barack Obama's approval ratings are way up now. And maybe part of that is because they see like, oh, this is 
these are the people who are going to replace this you. The best Man, the GOP you guys could are... shovel up. Right. What this the is the best you have to that? offer. Yeah. And what's yeah. funny too, speaking of which, if you had someone with Hillary Clinton's resume mm -hmm. running on the right, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, there would be no contest here. Mm -hmm. They would all be behind it. And all of the little, whatever, the email issue, the, the she's corrupt, whatever, they would get over there real fast. Right, quick. And talk about real issues. I mean, look, Even look, like the, look what they're willing to overcome for Trump. Like, the guy's a mess. <laughs> right. I don't know. I will say this, and say what you about Hillary, and like you said, like, there's criticisms to be made, and they're valid. When I went in to vote for the primary, and I, like, got to vote for a woman for the first time. Yeah. That was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, and it'll be cool this November too for me if if she if she yeah. gets a nomination, which it yeah. looks like she will. Yeah, I mean that is a neat thing, and I it's one of those things like I don't even it's not something I think about when yeah. I think about Hillary Clinton winning mm -hmm. like oh, the I nomination about, or the White House. I think about it all the time. Like I I don't I I just think she'd be a better candidate. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's a huge deal. Like that's a neat change. Uh, and the Republicans love to talk about the diversity of, you know, Ted Cruz would be a Latino president or Ugh. whatever. I don't know. I don't feel <laughs> I wouldn't Ted feel Cruz. proud of that one. What a stupid, stupid man. <laughs> his dumb face. Oh Have you read? God. They've written papers about why his face is so off putting. And I don't like to make fun of people's looks. <laughs> but <laughs> that said, there was literally a paper like why everybody thinks Ted Cruz is so uncomfortable to look with. And it's because his face doesn't work right. It's basically what it came down to. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I think we should do this again after, what, after the primaries next are week, over? Because there'll next be a million week. other things. I'm not driving back out to Aurora to yell about Ted, uh, Ted Cruz again. <laughs> oh, you will. Just I wait. I have things to do with my life. Just wait. <laughs> not when he wins the White House, you won't. Jesus Christ. Why would you even say that? That's not funny. <laughs> That's not funny. I have a uterus. I need to fucking take care of it. And I cannot do that. No, once Ted Cruz is in office, no women will be allowed to have uteruses. Oh. He can have, he can have mine and see how he likes it. There you go. All right, okay. so we'll we'll continue this later. <laughs> Super productive. If you, uh, hey, if you want to share your thoughts on this, yeah, uh, comment when we post this. Yeah, comment. Shoot us emails. We've been getting a ton of emails this last week. Yeah, people and been... listened to like the hundredth episode yeah. and sent us emails, and they were really nice. Yeah, thank or you, everybody. Or really Ugh. mean, but that's okay. We like those comments too. Well, sometimes. you do. You don't send those. To... <laughs> I don't send those to you. That's I've right. been like <laughs> elated all week because we never get e well, I never get emails. And no, we, been... we we get only a few emails usually. Yeah, people listen, but they don't usually comment because yeah. that's not we yeah. didn't ask for it. And I, but I, I am curious if they one mm -hmm. if they want us to talk about this because who gives a shit what we think about anything? Nobody. But two, like, hey, if this is worthwhile, we'll do it again in the future. Yeah, and also don't yell at me about Hillary Clinton. I know. I still like her. <laughs> Fuck off. But also, I do read the comments, and hey, woman who is being a bitch about me in the comments, shut up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get a life. <laughs> that was me. I was posing. Sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. Is that it? We're done? That's it. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the podcast for FriendlyAtheist.com. This episode was taped at Cinnamon Sound Studios in Aurora, Illinois, and the music was written and performed by Brad Chagdis. If you like what you're hearing, please consider making a contribution at Patreon.com slash Hemant. That's He-Man T. We appreciate your support. I'm Hemant Mehta. And I'm Jessica Blumke. We hope you'll join us next time.